Hi, it's uh, it's Chapo. It's your Chapo. Uh, Will uh, has requested the day off, so I am again stepping in for the Will. I did all my Will jokes last time uh, I did this on the Q episode, so you can go back and listen to those. I have run out of Will material. I'll need to build up more for next time. Uh, anybody else got some Will burns? Mm, Will's kind of the nicest one of us. I'll just say uh, some kind of Scorsese reference here. Okay, get yeah. that out of the get yeah. that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, so, what my idea for today is is we're looking ahead at a brand new administration. Uh, at least four more years of new characters, uh, new events, new new challenges, uh, new excitements uh, in front of us. And uh, though we're not really in the uh, prediction game because you can't predict anything other than that the stupidest possible thing will happen at any given moment. Uh, what I have done is come up with a, a list of 10 statements, 10 possibilities in the future. And what I would like my uh, co-hosts here to do uh, today is put some odds on these. Maybe we'll even put some money on them. But uh, I think that uh, everybody here, um, in my experience, has, has enjoyed a gamble uh, in their lives. So I wanted to, to see if we could get some, some Chapo Trap House rates on some of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the Chapo Trap House always wins. I am a very good gambler. Every time I've ever tried to do a football uh, parlay with like three teams or so, not only have I uh, lost, I got every single game wrong. So that if I had bet <laughs> the opposite, I would have won. So I've lost at cards. I've never lost at the track. I I think. I think that's my my horse girl um, energy. Like it's kind of a magic power. And then, of course, there's Felix and his astoundingly durable system for winning at sloppy. It's so good. He's so good at it. Gambling is. I think gambling is like one of the health essentials. Uh, <laughs> people who don't gamble, uh, they have shorter lives. Um, they. Uh, have experienced less pleasure their lives mm-hmm. are less meaningful their kids like them less uh mm-hmm. and it matters less when they die um people who <laughs> enjoy gambling uh have better lives are better people gambling is like you know i consider it it's as important as e- eating an entire loaf of bread every day or drinking your <laughs> drinking your morning sodas. Yes. Or you, you know, gotta getting, get those morning sodas in. Yeah. That's a body good. Yeah. The things you gotta do. You have to spend at least ten thousand dollars a year on gambling. Uh you gotta <laughs> uh drink your clear sodas in the morning and your dark sodas at night. You've gotta and a lot of people get this one wrong, but there's a common misconception and especially among men. Um you should only brush your teeth like once or twice every two weeks anything more than that oh, is like okay. is bad for the fibers and the strands and dries it out dries out of, your wait, teeth of the, the, of the teeth of the or teeth. the brush of the teeth oh okay. the, the fibers <laughs> in the teeth tooth fibers but you should be washing your hair at least twice a day with shampoo okay preferably yes. a four in one um okay. but gambling is sort of we all we all know the food groups right the food pyramid mm-hmm. yeah, always, soda uh, refresh possible burgers yeah, soda. So soda's at the top, right? Like soda is the most important thing. Absolutely, that's at the top. That's where the pharaoh lives, the top of the pyramid. <laughs> it's the most important thing. The bottom, all those types of bread. You've got bread, rice, regular bread, uh, candy bread, 
cookies, <laughs> other starch, potatoes, nature's bread. Is, uh, is candy bread like a cake? Would you call that candy bread? Yeah. Uh, or like a softer, like yeah. a softer cookie. Yeah. Well, that's okay. So you know why those are in the bottom of the food pyramid? Because uh. that's where the slaves live, and there's no pyramid without the slaves. <laughs> you got the slave and the pharaoh. What's in between there? Gambling. Gambling's the gambling's the middle. Okay. Where they put Moses, because he was kind of both. He's both like a slave yeah. and a pharaoh type of guy. He was yeah. like the pharaoh's uh, yeah. uncle. Um, if you, it's the pharaoh's uncle. Yeah, he was because the pharaoh is like God's son, but Moses was like God's brother or something. <laughs> I think that's. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's. I'm barely remembering the Ten Commandments right now because I like to get high and watch Charlton Heston, and it's one of the gayest movies I've ever seen. But I'm pretty sure there's nothing gay. Might have mixed up some categories. <laughs> I, I would love to see your Dan Brown style airport thriller uh, exploring this interpretation uh, called the Pharaoh's Uncle. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm working I'm I'm working on it. But so basically, that's the pyramid of health, right? Yes. Um, and it's like a real pyramid. Bread, sodas, and gambling. Yeah, it just, it's like a real pyramid. If you just have the slave part, well, that's not a pyramid. It's just like a, a, like a square mound where you put all your slaves. Yeah, that's okay. not okay. Yes. If you just, it's a house that's only a basement. If you just have the top, if you, just, you just have the candy and the soda. That just, it's floating. If, yeah. you, if, if your soda's floating in the air, you can't drink it. That's, That's true. The <laughs> first thing you should do with soda. You're yep. uh, getting really surrealist here with this opening. And if you just have the middle, that's basically fine. You can just gamble. <laughs> yeah, that's just fine. Gamble. If you if you can't do the other things, you should just like go gambling. Yeah, especially okay. since if you're in a casino, they and you're gambling, they give you free soda anyway. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's that's basically my position. I don't l- really enjoy gambling, but I do love hanging out in casinos. Same. Which is basically the same thing because you're fun. just spending money on the experience. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, I mean, you know, I think a lot of unfortunately, a lot of people that listen to the show are sort of dentist adjacent, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're, they're in the pocket they're, big big dentist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and even worse, some of them aren't even being coerced. They just, their minds have been captured by the propaganda. They, 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 mm. they have to kill the dentist in their head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing a lot of people don't know is there was no dentistry before Joseph Bangla started doing his stuff. <laughs> he invented the practice of dentistry. And why does dentistry, why did we keep it going after we defeated the Nazis? Because no one, doctors have already like run through their public trust. Right, like yeah. mm-hmm. when doctors oh, yeah. start wear masks, don't wear masks. Yeah, come on, get out of here. Yeah, when doctors start saying soda is bad for you, like no one's gonna listen. It's like, I oh, what else? The bathroom again. I don't know how this happened, but you've made me have to pee with this, with all the soda talk. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> dentists. Um, so they invented dentistry, which they cribbed from Joseph Mangala's notes. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, all right, we'll invent this whole new quack field to convince people not to get their life-saving sodas. Yeah, because we're a bunch of sickos who just want to fuck around with people's teeth. Yeah. Yeah. No, they are pervert. They are. It is the same as like jacking off at work for them. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, gambling. The documentary uh, 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 Little Shop of Horrors talks all about that. Yeah. Gambling. 
We're gonna get back to gambling when Amber Amber's getting her two afternoon sodas. <laughs> she gets back from getting sodas. I had, a, I had sodas. a rare afternoon soda when we started this. I I have to say, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, casinos are fun. Uh, gambling is good and healthy. Uh, all those projects that kind of like you take a failing city and like some guy uh, rolls into ra- into town like the monorail man and says, you know what you need to fix this failing city? A casino right downtown. You know who uh, one of those guys is? Andrew fucking Andrew Yang. Yang. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, those guys are all uh, swindlers because they're trying to make a for-profit casino. What we really need is government-subsidized casinos. You go in. And every, every year, instead of, like, filling out whatever, a tax credit or any of this bullshit for you get, like, money back on your taxes if you have, like, kids or whatever, no, you fi- file your taxes each year and the government sends you a $200 voucher for the local casino. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. That's a fucking great idea. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, like, I think that, like, even communist states should have casinos. And it's, like, even if you're living in, like, you know, you've achieved it where you've, you know, abolished money and everything, well, you could, like, win grain at the slot machine. Or like win a medal if you're the best yes. at playing slots. <laughs> yes, just win, win a, a dinner with the commissar or something. A, a, not a dinner, a, a commendation from the local commissar if you, if you like win your poker tournament. That or would be that would be pretty cool. Yeah, like the new hero of socialist labor is like just some dude <laughs> at a kino uh, room, yeah, yeah. like uh, with a, in a polyester suit. Like that's the new <laughs> Stekanovite uh, hero of the people. I think that would be a more healthy society. Yeah. Well, I mean, it stands to reason that, like, the best soldier is probably the best gambling. Like, Zhukov was probably, like, a very good gambler. Yeah, well, you got to gamble to, I mean, if if you're not willing to gamble as, as, a, as a military guy, then you're not going to win. You're just going to sit there. You know who was a bad gambler? George, George McClellan. McClellan. Yeah. Terrible fucking gambler. Yeah, Dog makes shit. sense. Makes sense. Do we get to the point where uh, we pointed out the true fact that it is absurd that counting cards is against the rules, as if paying attention is like against the rules? Well, that's the, they get to ch- they get to choose what the rules are, though. That's the thing because they bait the casinos. It's not against the law. You know, can't get arrested for it. But if you know you're doing it, they could just be like, you can't come in here. Which I, you know, it's like how Homer Simpson I'm, isn't allowed in the, the buffets after a while. <laughs> how can they tell I'm doing it though? I mean, well, that's just I it. Just... There's no due process. It's, they get to just uh, whoever they I suspect think... is. If basically, if you win too much, they can just kick you out. I, that's why it's I a great that's job. That's wrong. why having a casino is an awesome uh, gig. It's like the house think... always wins, and if it doesn't, then we will make it so it does. It's great. Yeah. Well, I just think I don't. I I just don't think I should be punished for paying attention. Absolutely my whole not. life people are yelling amber pay attention and like the one time i'm really good at paying attention it's bad it's i don't think that like counting cards should be against the rules per se but it is against like the spirit of gambling <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> which true. is to be really dumb and not know what you're doing yes well you can yeah. also still lose you gotta let the same you can also decide. still lose like even a, even being a good gambler you still don't know which card is coming up. You can just say, well, it's probably not this card because I saw four of them already. Uh, they should allow you to card count, but if you identify, there should be a card counters only table. And then the deal is, is that you can make as much money card counting as you want, but you must immediately then gamble it all on uh, one number in roulette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. Uh, do we want to talk about some of these things? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. I mean, I, I guess uh, it's around. It's uh, it's midday. Uh, it's midday here, so I am going to be drinking uh, a ginger ale, which is a liminal soda. 
between yeah. the white the morning uh, white soda and the afternoon dark it's, soda. It's it's actually a medicinal soda. That's also true. The ginger. I, yeah, it's a bra- it's uh, a bronze soda. <laughs> I'm drinking my own concoction. Uh, what I have right now, this is a Mountain Dew Baja Blast with a Mio enhancement. Ooh. <laughs> you know, one time the only time uh, I've ever seen this expired soda. Have you guys ever seen someone who had expired soda? I've heard of expired soda. Oh my yes. god! Yes, yeah. yes. I actually, I believe my grandmother has had expired yeah, soda. My grandmother too. Yeah, and it's like, how are you aging it? Is this canning? Well, for you? I mean, my I grandmother don't... is one hundred now, so maybe it like, maybe it's extra good for you. Maybe, yeah, like a fine, a fine wine. Mm. I'm drinking a uh, coffee with uh, oat milk because today is my one. Uh, my one vegan day a week, which is the thing I do now. And uh, I do that because I don't know. I have no reason for it. I just do that once a, once a week just for something to do. The, the ancients did that. Like the Romans would have like a six-month period where they didn't eat meat. It's just, I don't know, it, it gives some sort of structure so I have to think about food and not just like, you know, hoover up Zanku's chicken. <laughs> uh, I, lo- I love drinking Sanka. <laughs> uh, sort of my treat when I've had my sodas for the day. Have Have you ever done Have you ever done coffee in soda? I've done that oh, by God. accident. To me, tab is always a little bit coffeeish. Like tab is kind of a coffee soda to me, and they're they're discontinuing it, which is heartbreaking. But their Coke is bringing back Coke and coffee in a can, uh, which oh, I remember God. they did. Do you remember? I bet Matt remembers this Coke Black. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, the coffee. Coffee-esque Coke. They need to do that with red wine, too. Yes, they should definitely sell Coke and country. red wine. Wow, yeah. that's such a good combo. I just yeah. remember... They, did, they do that in Spain. Like, they love yeah, yeah, the Basques love that shit. That's that's like, they should like, bottle it, though. You should be able to get it. That's such like a Mikey Miles drink. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> we're getting like, obscure now. <laughs> it's, it's something that doesn't seem like it should work, but it does. Actually, yes. Chris made me try this once on tour, and it, did, it does work. Yeah. It goes. When you just want a little caffeine in your wine... Mm-hmm. It's a little pop. Uh, I remember my um, Marxist high school history professor or professor teacher every day. His ritual was he would get a giant thing of coffee, drink it halfway down and at time for second period, fill it back up with a, uh, a can of Coke. And I would watch him do this like every day and think it Damn. was absolutely disgusting. But hey, there, maybe he's on something. There are so many cool ways in which you watch teachers just like destroy their bodies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you can't blame them. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, like. That's what that's what Fash gets. <laughs> that's what the, <laughs> the school homework. cops. That's what they have yeah, coming. Yeah. Homework, <laughs> homework's Fash. <laughs> Let's see a lot of people on the left uh, making apologies for homeroom. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Yeah, you're not slick. All right, I'm gonna do one of these, and if do you it. think one of it's boring, uh, just tell me. I've got ten of them, so we one of these has got to hit. Uh, we're going to start off on the thing that's most on the table today. Uh, I would like, what kind of odds would you pay, put on two thousand the $2,000 stimulus checks going out sometime in the next six months? Six months, $2,000. So not the $1,400 LOL uh, you thought that that no. was different track, check, actually an additional 2000 A check worth $2,000 that goes out to, I don't know, even if it's mean tested, I would say at least a third of Americans. Okay. Mm. Uh, I, my, okay, it, so here, here, here's my thing. I would say that if it is means tested, that would take over six months 
because it takes so long to do any of that because it's incredibly inefficient to means test. And if they do it quickly, it's going to be under 2,000. So I would say the odds are very low. I yeah, that. I'm going to go about uh, what, 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 what kind of like deal are we going like uh, percentage wise here? Uh, like, yeah, sure. Or you can do like two to one, four to one. Because I don't really know how any of that works. I've only I, I I watched Uncut Gems. That's about all I know about gambling, and I didn't get most of that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so a percentage a percentage is like a it's like the numbers son. <laughs> some, some numbers. Some numbers have more kids. It's like real life. It, the taller you are, the more kids you're gonna have. So like and a number the, the like Pharaoh. Yeah, the number like one hundred. That's like you know one of the on the bigger end. Uh, that's going to have like a lot of percentages. Number <laughs> <laughs> very big. Like 1% is the entire number one. Whereas the number one, 1% of that is, yeah, 0.01. That's small. Because it's like, you know, it's like how uh, a man under uh, 5'8 has, will never have any children ever. Yeah, possible. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I, I, I agree also. I would say, I, don't, I mean, I think that if there is a check, and it looks like they're saying they're going to move fast with some sort of uh, relief thing in like by March. They're saying, you know, uh, so. But the the top line is never what you end up with with Democrats. That's sort of their religion at, at a certain level, and and that's how they operate. So I, I would say very low odds. One in six is that is that a high odd? I don't know. I would say that sounds about right. I was thinking about one that's in probably four. right. Yeah, I was my pick for like two thousand dollar checks, like actual two thousand dollars. That I have a uh, one in five, or okay. uh, or no, no, no. I actually, it's one in twenty. I think there's a five percent chance of that happening. Okay. Oh man, yeah. I think I honestly, yeah. You, you want you're gonna want good odds if you're putting money on this one because I don't think it's I do not think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, yeah. Do, I can't see it. I don't. I don't think. Uh, yeah, and I think it's specifically under the conditions that Chris lay, laid out, like uh, within six months, and over like a third of Americans. Yeah. like that's that's the thing is that we could do it quickly or we could do it universally, but we're not going to do both. And know? I mean, today Biden is saying that he is negotiating the income, uh, like the the whole stimulus structure, like how much and who it goes to with the problem solvers caucus <laughs> so that's another reason okay. to get your bets in early and at as good odds as possible that's, that is that's like good though the, that is the special delegation of like uh like developed by martin prince for student government <laughs> that is the fucking nerdiest shit i have ever heard that's good though i mean problems are bad yes we are bad and we would like yeah. to see them solved yeah, the pro- yeah problem solvers. There's caucus. competency porn, and then there's competency like skinemax. <laughs> like this yeah. is the the soft core of competency. Yeah, competent. Yeah, um, <laughs> problem solvers caucus. It sounds like it was like people who like found Scholastic Bowl like too urban. <laughs> <laughs> they like the fundamentals. Yeah, I just don't like that it's sports affiliated. Uh, who's yep. even in the problem solvers? I got it right anymore. here. You you guys want to get it's eight and eight. It's eight Democrats, eight Republicans. Yeah. Anybody got any guesses? Oh, who do you got to uh, guess? Nobody who ha- who didn't serve their first term in Congress later than the year 2000. Uh, Tim Tim Ryan. I know it's one. This isn't no. This is the ho- the Senate. This is not the oh, House. The there there is a problem solvers caucus in the in the House. Those are all winners. But this is a new caucus forged in the fires of the 2020 campaign <laughs> and uh, in the need to rise above partisan bickering. 
that is now uh, taking the reins in the Senate. Uh, 16, Susan Collins. Susan Collins. Yes, correct. She is in okay. there. Uh, uh, the Problem Solvers Caucus were the first met, the first ones manning the barricades inside the Senate chamber because that was a big problem when they raided the uh, the Capitol and they needed to solve it. Yeah, they're you, they're solving the problem. Did you know that uh, no Problem Solvers went to work on nine eleven? <laughs> I, I think that's pretty suspicious, honestly. Really? Yeah. They said it was a problem solving holiday that day, but yeah, how many of those are there? Uh, it's all it's a bunch of winners. It's uh, you got your uh, Susan Collins has said you got Lisa Murkowski, Mitt, uh, Rob Portman. You've got Angus King, the Independent with the mustache, and Stephen Ooh. King's uncle from Maine, uh, the oh, Dark Lord Hickenlooper, uh, uh, the astronaut man from Arizona. And of course, Joe Manchin, Dick Durbin, a bunch of winners. And my favorite thing about it is that it's got eight Republicans, which is not enough to overturn a filibuster if they were all on your side. So all they can do is, like happened with Obama, negotiate down somewhere and then fail to deliver <laughs> for the votes on the thing they helped negotiate down. Well, that is a very noticeable list of losers. Uh, Dick Durbin, uh, just a really awful senator. Like yeah, when terrible. you consider like who you could elect in Illinois and what we got, but um, I do have to say, like Lisa Murkowski, that's on both my and my wife's hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only person on both. So uh, just adding to notable uncles in that, I uh, want to shout out Ohio's soon-to-be ex-senator Rob Portman, who I believe is like Natalie Portman's like uncle or something. I believe so, yeah. Is he actually? Yeah, they're, no. they're related somehow. No, they Wait, aren't. That's her, not her real name. Her, her last name is like, her name's yeah. Oh. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> I was told, I was told <laughs> oh Ohio uh, lore. Who is, your, who is your source sounds, on this? That sounds like a like an anti-Semitic way of calling someone a hoe. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Hirschlag. Hirschlag. <laughs> what? I'm very curious about who got one over on you with this one. I, it's just something you hear growing up in Cincinnati. Okay, okay, well, that's... Cincy lore. Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait for him to be replaced by the dog pound. That's going to be who <laughs> takes over. Collectively, just 16 morbidly obese guys in dog costumes wandering the halls of power. I, I heard people saying, oh, like J.D. Vance could win. It's like... No one's voting for J.D. Vance. No one gives a shit about J.D. No Vance. No one cares. No. no. No one likes him. He looks the worst that an adult can look. <laughs> yeah. Like, he looks, he, looks like, he looks like a husky child, and he's like 42. He looks exactly like yeah. that awful version of him in the movie. Yeah. I just yeah, love the idea of him going a... to, like, the fucking Youngstown, Ohio, going like, hey, uh, everybody, uh, I'm the guy from Hillbilly Elegy. Remember that movie on Netflix you guys uh, love watching? It's like, yeah, no, uh, we, we don't. We have not watched that shit. We have Netflix, but we're exclusively watching anime. Uh, Ink, Ink Masters and Naruto only. Uh, but run one of the Ink Masters for uh, Rob Portman's seat. Probably a winner. You might have something there, yeah. Again, it's, there are all these, these dark horse uh, celebrities that I'm like, people really like that? And it's like, no, 10 million people love this person. Yes. That's that's the thing that I figured out is that like entertainment now and celebrity is so boutique that being uh, a micro celebrity still means like a large sizable portion of an electorate. Yeah, and there are also a lot of celebrities out there who are flying under the radar of, you know, your more 
uh, your tuned in urban types like us, but that are very well known among the people who actually vote. If the goth chick from NCIS ever chose to run for president, she would win 40 yes. states. Yeah. Uh, or the progressive lady, or you, you know, you, uh, you'd think like when you hear like, oh, micro celebrity is a good transition to politics. You know, the, the, the fear would be like a, some kind of psychotic TikToker. But it, what you really should be thinking of is some woman whose dog grooming business has 200 million followers on Instagram. Yeah, I, th- totally. I think Matt has the right track. It's like there's so many like shitty network TV shows that you've never watched a second of. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, shit that like for the listeners, shit that your parents like. 911 yeah. like, or yeah, it's spinoff series yeah. 911 Fire and Rescue. I mean, Shamar Moore could be a senator. 100 And there's yes. no reason yes. for it. He's the more charismatic than anyone who's ever been in politics. Yes. We 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 are, but are we are we ready for a silly senator? Is the question. <laughs> he's like, I would. I don't even care if he's ever been to Ohio. Like he has as good, if not better, of a shot than any generic Dem running for this. Yeah, they better get a celebrity because the Republican nominee will be some, you know, uh, Q psycho from the s- suburbs of Cincinnati. So they better they better get a celeb, or they're going to lose. When when they do the like twenty twenty four imagined lineups, you know how they do they'll list people and then they'll put like generic Democrat, generic Republican. They should just start adding generic Shamar Moore uh, under <laughs> just it, just as like a, as you know as a, as a, a control group. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't even think it needs to be someone with like television. Like like I I do think the internet is going to start like make like things that exist in celebrity wise on the internet. Like, I mean, God help us if, like, the owner of Old Friends Dog Sanctuary is, like, a ruthless libertarian or something like that. That is how Bobert started. Like, Shooter's Grill was, like, a meme thing on the internet before she ran for anything. Yeah. Like, it's the gun restaurant, and he's the sexy gun lady who who has the kicking dippers that she'll uh, shoot at you out of the kitchen, out of a shotgun. (laughs) If they actually do that, I would go there. Uh, That sounds (laughs) fun. That would rock. And I would love to, I would literally love to see it. All right, let's move on to another one. Let's let's talk about our the outgoing big boy. Here's here's my proposition. Any member of the Trump administration, cabinet level or above, or Trump family member is uh prosecuted with a federal crime. Oh boy. Uh in the next is, four years. In, is infinity a, a bet you could is that a, is that an odds you could put down? Prosecuted. Just, z- just zero or infinity like first it will definitely happen. Infinity infinity is to to one, like not going to happen. The, you, yeah, we can't, I mean, I, I think they can't, I think they can't, it would put too many other people at risk to do it. Like, you know, we can't start holding people accountable because then, you know. Yeah, the whole thing falls they, apart. You know, like, uh, powers at that level, especially at the political side, uh, impunity is is built in because as soon as you remove impunity, any, anything is up for grabs and anybody could go to jail. Not And it's not even about them being, you know, more or less corrupt or something. It's that there will be partisan advantage to doing it if the taboo is lifted. And so if you're out of power and somebody else is in there, you're going to have every incentive uh, to fuck with them uh, as a way to, uh, you know, delegitimize your opposition, which is why Felix's father was correct. The president should serve one long term, like maybe six or eight years, and then be executed. I, I totally that agree with that proposition. One, one of his best ideas. But um, Oh, wait, wait, exception, exception. I think that they could uh, get Kushner like they, that could be their sacrifice. I was I think he's the most likely to go to jail. But I also think with Kushner, it's a it's a separate presidential class interest thing, because it's like 
if you send Jared to jail, like how many New York real estate scumbags do you have to send to jail? That said, it's like there always has to be one. Like they always yeah. like U- U.S. attorney and like state attorney. Like they all have to be like, hey, look, we care about slumlords. Yeah, they all true. have to do it for one guy. And it's like, yeah, he's as likely as any of them. Like there was one guy. They who have went to down. do a sacrifice. There was one guy schmuck who went down for the, the uh, 2008 housing collapse. There's got to be one schmuck from this whole thing. And yeah, Kushner, it's not like Trump would risk, lift a finger for him. That's for sure. And it's not like the Repu- they have to worry about the Republican base convulsing in defense of Jared fucking Kushner. No. Yeah. yeah. Was it the only banker that they got for like 2008 uh, for subprime stuff like some some bank in Chinatown, like a, like a literally like a Chinese American bank that owns like, you know, all the rat hovels in Chinatown, and they're like, "Yeah, these are the bad guys." Yeah, it was some uh, small timer for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, it would be funny if he went to jail, but like, I just, I can't even see it for Don Jr. Like, no. Don Jr. couldn't go no. to jail if he wanted to. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's, yeah. It, it would be very funny if it was about some kind of completely unrelated crime. Like if uh, Don Jr. like ran over a pedestrian in a Hummer, Hummer or something. A string of flashings. <laughs> <laughs> He's just also a pervert. That would uh, I want to get. I want to see like um, a high level politician get caught for like an antiquated pervert crime, like being a peeping tom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like going looking through windows. Stealing pies. <laughs> well, if that's the case, it's going to be one of our beloved hobos for stealing yeah. pies. Like, it's going to be something that we don't want to happen to a, and a, similar, a, yeah. a sweet boy who rides the rails. Similarly, uh, that'll be what gets Hickenlooper out of the Senate for <laughs> killing hobos. <laughs> uh, let's do the inverse of this then. Oh, I'll just give a quick thing on that. Yeah, 20 to 1. That uh, No, 30 to 1 that anybody gets uh, uh, prosecuted. Uh, just to lay down a claim. Uh, here's another proposition. Hunter Biden is forced to testify before Congress. Uh, 95%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because there's, it, you, you, I mean, it's based on the assumption that the Republicans will win the midterms, which I think is, is that's even money at, at, at least. And if that happens, then there's no way he is not. First thing they do, Hunter Biden's ass is in a chair. Uh, he's got bags under his eyes. Uh, he is uh, wearing Lululemon, uh, <laughs> and he is telling them that only God can judge him. And I can't wait for it, honestly. Yeah. He, I. What if he gets called to testify, but it's about him like fudging his dick pic, the ruler dick pic, <laughs> to make it look like his dick was nine inches, now, but now, it's more now, like 7.5. Mr. Byron, it appears here that you have been measuring from the base at the bottom of the penis rather than the top, which is generally considered <laughs> to be the more accurate measurement. I think I don't want to start an argument here, but I think it's fine to measure from the base. I think I mean, I don't do these sexually. I just send these to my friends, my family. (laughs) Just like it's like a good, you know, how in India they send like the good morning flowers. This is what we do in America. Um, But the problem is that he did it at like an angle. Mm -hmm. He like made a triangle with the ruler in his dick. And that's like are you saying he used perspective yes yeah 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 okay i didn't look uh it's a big dick but it's like i okay well first of all i knew that without looking (laughs) yeah yeah. we all knew you can tell yeah like it's not always the ones you would expect but sometimes it definitely is um 
Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, I, I have my uh, try not to look at people's junk if it wasn't sent. It's just an, I, you know, what can I say? I'm, I'm a lady. <laughs> and then the uh, reverse I, is certainly true for others. Like, you don't have to tell, you don't have to look at, uh, we don't have, we, have, we don't have, we can be spared the sight of a Don Jr. dick pic. We don't need to see that. We know. We know right, he's got the shrimp. Right, exactly. We already know. He's got the shrimp. Um, that said, I, I do see him being the sort of person who would, um, you know, like he, he, he knows his angles, obviously. Um, and, you know, he's not above a little bit of, a little bit of, uh, what do they call it? Uh, lens distortion. Yes. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, I like, I am, I respect your perspective on this a lot. It's definitely like the moral position. That said, I think if you're an adult and you're the president's son, people should be able to see your dick if people ask. <laughs> Yeah, well, one hundred percent. It's a, it's like a, uh, it's it's more of a religious position for me than a political position. I mean, I, I agree, um, with Felix, that it is uh, it is of national interest at this point. Yeah. It's oh, like one hundred percent. It's like a, a freedom of of speeches, freedom of journalism, freedom of speech. Like these are things that the public deserves to know. I think. Oh, I think Joe yes. himself probably has like. I'm just not going to specifically sure. look at it. I think Joe himself probably has like a deeply average dick. Mm-hmm. It's like five point seven five inches, like nothing too crazy. Yeah. Joe Biden has a lunch uh, pail nine to five. Pe- <laughs> yeah. Has the penis of uh, an anatomical model in a seventh grade sex education pamphlet. Yes. yes. He is the fat end. Of, he is the fat part of the bell curve, <laughs> and the bell end. <laughs> uh, all right, and it. Att- so we think that that is uh, like basically one to one, even yeah, even odds yeah. that that'll happen. Yeah, 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 we're gonna get our we're gonna get our Kendall Roy moment. It's gonna be mwah. Can't wait. Oh, I I was saying this on the chat earlier, but as long as we're talking about him, I do have to bring up this this other new uh, Hunter Biden weirdness that I just learned on Mike, which is that I just learned over the weekend that after breaking up with Bo Biden's widow, like I don't know, like eighteen months ago, he started dating a new girl and has already had a baby with that girl last year, who the baby is named Bo. Uh, and I had to take a seat when I first learned this information and just think about it for a while because there's there's just so much going on with that guy and his family and his life. It's pretty it's wild because that that kid is not the kid from Arkansas whose mom sued him for paternity. That's a separate child. No, that's a new kid. And new is kid. but is the mother of this kid Bo the one who he converted to Judaism and got the tattoo uh, for, or is it, this a different? That one? might that's be the first one. Oh, I thought that was the first one. No, uh, no, no, that uh, was not her, I don't think. God, no, no, the, it's the, so the, hard the, to keep them straight. The Judaism one, that's is the woman he's currently dating. Uh, so we said. Yeah, I like think her the, name the, is the, Melissa Cohen. Yeah, he's, yeah, every free thinker I know has like seven kids. <laughs> uh, him, Varg, and that's really it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The two freest he's, thinkers uh, in the world. God, if could get those guys uh, together. Olam Tikkun or whatever, however you say it. I don't know. I just really like it when uh, when rich people are white trash. Uh, that makes me feel warm inside uh, because it forces people to sort of grasp at the a grasp at crazy people behavior removed from, uh, you know, the sort of class desperation that sometimes nudges you in that direction. It's like some people will go their whole life without like a schizophrenic or manic episode because they had a pretty easy life. That doesn't mean it's not just sitting there in their brain waiting to be nudged into that. 
And then some people like can be just like cosseted their entire lives, but man, they're going to name their, their paternity suit kid after their dead brother whose wife they felt like that's just he was always going to be that way yeah no there's there's no conditions under which he wouldn't have been that way it's like i think that like crime and stuff like like i think it's usually and i think anyone who's sort of like agrees with us general very generally politically thinks the same thing it's absolutely nurture like 90 90 99 percent of the time it's like 99 percent. yes but but some people just There's, got there, that wiring. There, there are people who are just bad seeds also. There are people who yeah. just, like, had everything. And it's just, like, yeah, they, like, you know, fucking decapitated cats and shit. Like, there, sometimes yeah. it's, like, it's rare, but it's, like, yeah, sometimes you just get, like, a shitty psychopath you kid. Just bad, bad you just vibes. get bad wiring. Who's, yeah. who's yeah. The, the assembly with. line... The assembly line of human pe- beings, you know, once in a while, one turns out kind of wonky. But um, ju- just like that, it's, like... Yeah, no, Hunter grew up at the absolute seat of power, like, as about as high up you can go. And it's like, no, yeah, like you said, he's just always, that's always who he was going to be. Yeah. I mean, he he had some extreme things happen in his life, but for most people who had extreme things with the, you know, sort of like stable home life and material security, they had, you know, tragedy and they mourned and stuff, but they still like kept it together. They didn't go full on like, well, they didn't go full on frost <laughs> just to refer to my own family. It's I don't know. I feel like I, I feel a kinship with him. And it's it's for no reason at all in that like, oh, that could totally be my cousin. He's also 100 yeah, and he's the least globalist guy in the world. Like, yeah, what is globalism? Uh, but having your first kid at age uh, 43 and then having your next kid at age 57. And those yeah. are the only kids you have. Uh, the only thing I will say is that like the, uh, the other benefit that like, and like prison's a terrible like place and a very inhumane and everything. And it doesn't help anyone like American prison system is monstrous, but I don't want Hunter to go to prison, but I did kind of think about my stepbrother who was in jail for two years and for some reason had an iPhone and for some reason had a Facebook and just constantly from prison was status updating about how many bitches he was going to fuck when he got out (laughs) and how much weed and how much weed he was smoking in prison and taking like selfies with his friends in prison (laughs) And honestly, he looked like he was thriving. I know we all look, we all try to make our Instagram look happier than we actually are. That's part of social media. But I would have loved to see, I would have loved to see him thrive in prison. I would love to see his like incarcerated social media presence. Well, that's like, I, I'm not like a prison shouldn't exist necessarily guy. Like I think most of the people in prison shouldn't be in prison. I think yeah. like I kind of and the and the and the prisons that are there should be more like okay you know you got to cool your heels in a in a in a comfortable yeah. apartment where we can get you to some therapy and right. some social work. I mean I like I'm glad you told me that because like I I think what prison should be is just like a place where you hang out. And it's <laughs> I like, mean some people yeah. need a place to hang out. Yeah. Uh, just on something you you said, Amber, uh, are you guys familiar with the uh, the Universal Friend 
the uh, hell yes itinerant preacher from the uh, like seven eighteenth uh, century America just was yeah. like, everybody's no, friend. No. Just this person who who became publicly identified themselves as the universal friend. I think Hunter is a good modern equivalent of the universal cousin. Someone who everybody <laughs> yeah. identifies yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as. And I that's do not feel like close a, to a him. value judgment of him, or, you know, I feel like some people are like, oh, you're idolizing Hunter. That's gross. No, he's just, everybody has that concept yeah. of the universal cousin that he can embody. I think that's his place right. in society. Yeah. And I also, I like, I like, I have a great affection in my heart for, for failures, for people who just can't ever get it together. And, you know, a lot of my worldview is based on creating a world with a with a net for those people so that they don't have, like, garbage lives just because they're fucking incompetent and useless. But, like, yes, is he a piece of shit? Yes. Would I be like, no, you can't hang out at my house. <laughs> you, you stole my TV last time. But also, I want him to be okay. Yeah. And he's, there's just something so familiar about him. There is this thing that J. Paul Getty said in his insane autobiography <laughs> uh, that was – it was a very revealing, interesting thing he said. And it was like – this was before rich people were like Bill Gates and were just as sociopathic, if not more, but it hired PR departments. Getty said something like, there's a certain percentage of the population that's never going to figure it out, so we should make labor camps for them. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but his like f- – the backing of that. I kind of agree with like there is a percentage of people who just like uh, yeah, never just figure that, it out. It's just that they should get to vote on what they want to do. Right, right. Like it's like uh, my boyfriend was talking about when he was little, like if they had to split something with his brother, one person got to cut it, but then the other person got to pick which classic which system. half. Classic system. Yeah. Which oh, half? That's it's Solomonic the reverse, wisdom, right there. It's the reverse King Solomon. Yeah. Uh, so it's like and the other- okay, we we get to we're like okay, we need a a, a special uh, role for people who are really bad at things, um, and just can't seem to get good at things. But they get to pick what it is. Uh, my f- a friend of mine was proposing a, a system for this that is something that I do think that we could use in the future, and honestly, would probably cool down a lot of temperaments on there, which was a a a, a WPA for liking Facebook's comments and statuses. Like a horde <laughs> yeah. of Facebook readers to go and find all the crazy unsupported suppositions online where people are mostly just mad they're not getting good engagement and engage with those. Yeah. yeah. Nothing nothing makes me sadder than seeing someone uh, post like going live on IG in an hour and just no one's on it. We need. And it's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to join that because it's like if you're the only person in there. Then they're probably going to call you, and it's like <laughs> that's stressful. I'd rather you'd come to my house and kill me. <laughs> yeah, it's like the reason a lot of the reason people end up going to mega churches instead of like a small church that has a more intimate experience, which they would prefer, is that in a mega church you don't get singled out, and yeah. you don't have to be like, "Oh, thank you for joining us today." Like you kind of just want to be in the like I'll participate, but only if no one notices me. These people would be great for that. There was actually a, a socialist, I forget which one, which said like, um, well, uh, if we have like self-directed work, let's just have uh, little boys be street cleaners because they're disgusting and love garbage. <laughs> and now, my argument against that would be that they're not good at cleaning up the garbage, but like the, 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 the line of thinking is there. Like what do, what do Hunter Biden's 
like doing that would be of benefit to society? And there's definitely an answer somewhere. We just need to put our heads on it. I mean, the like he at some level knows, like we've said, he's he doesn't have it in him to do the big evil that his family name allowed him to. Because yeah. the gallant to his goofus, Bo, the good son, the one who would have been running for president and maybe be president now if it hadn't been for his brain uh, tumor, uh, it was most notable as attorney general of Delaware for helping one of the DuPont spawn escape a child rape charge, a baby rape charge, actually. Oh, I God, mean, yeah. I God, when I learned about that, I was like, Jesus, this is, how come more people aren't like pizza cake? Yeah, <laughs> which he negotiated while he was on deployment in Iraq. Well, because yeah, he was one of those was guys like, who still... He was attorney general and in Iraq so that he could get like the double dipped uh, resume item. An absolute psycho. And he that's was the like good a, son. That's, that's like, a, a, like a, a commercial for Zoom. <laughs> like for when you're away, but you have business back home. Uh, should I wait for Felix to go back? No, let's just press on. He can figure out uh, by context clues. All right. Yeah. Uh, another one uh, in the holding the Biden crime family accountable. Uh, Joe Biden gets impeached. Uh, no. I'd say, I mean, once again, you have to assume that they get now they, that the dump Republicans take the house back in 2022. Once again, a good bet. Uh, and then you're going to definitely see a bunch of Benghazi style hearings, whether they impeach him, the, inst- the, the desire is going to be there. And more than anything, the desire to just do a, uh, to show consequences for insisting on impeaching Trump those times <laughs> twice. So, yeah. So I think that there will be plenty of incentive just in, in the near term and like more structurally to do it. So, uh, but you know, the, who, the thing, the conditions might be like events might've occurred that could have made that make that, you know, seem uh, out of touch or, uh, you know, tone deaf in a way. I don't know. I would say better. I'd say even odds on that. I think it's it's really it's see. I think that they would say like, why would we bother doing this? Um, you know, we're getting more support uh, from you know people resentful that the uh, Democrats aren't playing fair. And plus, Joe Biden works with us. No, yeah. Joe Biden's know? the devil. He's El Diablo. They hate. I mean, he's gonna be the Democratic president. Has to be the devil. Like, and it, maybe he's not yet, but they're gonna turn him into it. The way they did for I mean, Clinton gonna, and the way they did for the Obungler. They're definitely going to run that as a PR campaign, you know, but I think that's largely, I think that's a lot of kayfabe. Like, he doesn't interfere with their with their bottom line. Well, I mean, Bill Clinton did like, neither, and they still impeached him. I mean, Bill Clinton was mm, uh, was playing the I game. Think it was, Bill Clinton was like, what do you want was, me to sign? I will gut welfare, I'll do it. And they still had to fucking impeach him because of political considerations. Yeah, but I think it was uh I think it was just a completely different political environment there. I just think I think I think Republicans are better at playing the long game and like you know, stewing resentment over Joe Biden and watching his brains leak out of his ears and be like, look at what this party thinks, you know thinks thinks of the country that they would put this person in charge i think and and then again he's not obstructing any of the sort of like you know goals of capital either well i, think I mean i don't think that i don't think that would be why that's i don't think that ever why anyone gets impeached and uh i i don't know i think they'll probably do it if they get the the house and uh the, the, it'll be interesting uh if they get the senate too because the map looks pretty bad for democrats in 2022 so maybe it could be closer maybe we could get like a one of those cool two week long, uh, like the real trials with 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 uh, with uh, what do they call them? The people you interview, 
at a trial. Witnesses? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what were you trying to think of the other day? Or a uh, bracelet for your finger? You're trying Rings? to think of the word ring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They are finger bracelets, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, am yeah. I wrong? I'm not. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, Felix, uh, odds that uh, Biden will get impeached? I would say 40%. Yeah. That seems I, I was thinking yeah. about there. I was going to say three to one. Yeah. I mean, like, they like they didn't impeach Obama. Uh, and that's very noticeable to me. That um, was wild. That is kind of wild that they didn't impeach the Obungler. You had Benghazi yeah. right there. You yeah. had... Uh, uh, maybe it's because I think, uh, yeah, weird. Maybe they I, maybe they were still stinging from uh, from Clinton. But I think the thing that might change it is just the fact that the Democrats did impeach Trump and they need to get punished for that. Like we were talking yeah, about, how yeah, you, you have you, you one think of the maybe reasons you can't hold these people accountable is because it makes them it changes the calculus for the other party when they're in power about whether or not they punish you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe it's you get one, we get one, but there has to be an off administration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe we got to take, take a break. Yeah, but yeah. But if that's the case, then it's, oh, yeah, okay, because they didn't impeach, uh, uh, yeah, you could only impeach one president in a row. Yeah, so maybe they'll impeach Kamala. Yeah. That I can definitely see happen. Kamala, Kamala is sort of the most interesting element to me during this entire, during yes. the next four years because it's like, her support is so fucking hollow. No one likes her. It's so incredibly mm. hollow. And it's like, yeah, the only people I ever see talk about her are like people who like write adult coloring books and shit. And, and they like, do yeah, yeah. and they're so insisting about it because they know nobody likes her and they and they have mm-hmm. to over over demand that you like her, which just it, that shows how weak your position is. Yeah. Yeah, the baby's doth protesteth too much. I mean, her yeah. being the vice president is an interesting th- test because I feel like a lot of people will convince themselves that they do like her just by her being around for four years. Yeah, but to most Americans, like, what does she resound as? She resounds as, like, the weirdest woman at your job <laughs> who always makes you uncomfortable, always asks something in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Gives, gives, like, weird shoulder rubs. Yeah. And you're like, it's not it's sexual harassment, but it's weird. I mean, like, Kamala, yeah. Kamala's whole thing is fucking weird. Like, I'm sorry, but it's like, yeah, no, uh, this is just a normal marriage between, like, two 60-year-olds. <laughs> and the, the, like, guy's kids call her mom. It's like, if my mom got married now, I wouldn't, like, call her new husband dad. <laughs> Like I'm yeah. sorry, it's I'm an yeah, adult it's, man now. It, well, that their whole family, the vibes are very fucked there, and and I honestly don't think Kamala will ever be president. <laughs> no, unless unless Biden dies, and they don't old that's like people not out of that, the realm of responsibility. Uh, I, I thought that, but like none of these people. This Chuck Grassley never got die. COVID. Chuck Grassley got COVID. That's true. Chuck Grassley that's true. is he'll, 80, he'll is 84 yeah. years old. He's gonna be like this Ford Tempo. I had that I would just drive in fourth gear 70 miles an hour and it didn't <laughs> yeah. totally break. No, Chuck Grassley yeah. had COVID and he was like out of the Senate for a weekend and he's 84 <laughs> years old. These people have these people have adrenochrome enemas that are just slowly dissolving in their assholes and at any given moment they don't sure. die. So no matter how senile sure. he gets, he's not going to die and she's not going to win an election for president. I will say that. No. no. So given those two options, I don't think she's ever going to be the president. Uh you're probably right. I will say yeah. my only my only data point against that is that it worked for Joe Biden that he 
ran for president twice. Nobody liked him. Then he got to be the vice president and eventually built up the support <laughs> yeah, to do but it. It's a carbon copy of a carbon yeah. copy. And I, yeah. I, think, I, people, advocate here. I think that I think that Biden is is more liked, though, than Kamala is way more P- people like yeah, because Biden, as I said this before, he is a hu- he's more human than most like yeah. fucking politicians. Like all that stuff reads. We might think it's cringe, but regulars, the people who know the goth girl from NCIS, they see that as <laughs> authentic and there's nothing authentic about Kamala. And of course, you know, racism and, and, and misogyny, those are real elements of it too. But the main thing is that she just seems like a weird animal. Like, like she's got that, like, just uh, suppressed mania that just does not feel like a real. It's, it's like she's, with, she's suppressing the urge to stab everyone who's, like, talking to her. Yeah. Yeah. And among, like, the reading I get on her from, like, normal, like, not especially, like, politically active like young people not like not like the people who have like you know wrote a letter to amy klobuchar or tom dashell to work for them when they were like five (laughs) but like just regular people who like probably like passively like obama and you know whatever other shit like are happy that trump lost like they just seem to think she's like weird and arrests people (laughs) which is like yeah yeah, no kind of accurate yeah right on both counts um I just, yeah, I I have trouble. The consent manufacturing machine is going to have to work an overtime with that one because it's just like she's she's got like nothing. There's just nothing going on. She doesn't make much of an impression. Yeah. At least if she was polarizing, that would be something to work with. Right. Like Hillary. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I don't hate like Hillary and Hillary like she was she had enough that it's like people either hated her or it's like oh there was a type of woman that like deeply identified her with her i think like the assumption was wrong but there was this assumption this thing that she could break through with that was like hey like are you the smart woman at your job who gets you know talked over blah 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 and it's like yeah people bought into that with kamala it's like what's like what type of person is she speaking for like i know what joe biden speaks for I don't know what, what 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 just like every weird woman who works in an office, the aunt that like makes you uncomfortable yeah. by asking weirdly sexual questions yeah. <laughs> like what? I mean, I, I, I think of this, too, like you really can't discount like how different it was even in the 80s for women in any professional setting. Uh I mean, and I'm not just talking about like, you know, rising through the ranks of the board. I'm talking about like secretaries mm-hmm. like and, you know, I, I I had just no interest in examining that during the the race because it was like, well, I'm not going to win over these people. I mean, during like during Hillary's run. But it's like that is the experience of like multiple generations of like voting women. Uh, it has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton's experience, but she is able to say to, to say that it does and to sort of reflect she, or she was able to be like, Oh, I'm like you, you know, I'm like you who whatever had your idea stolen or who never got a raise mm-hmm. or, or who got talked over. Like, you know, women who were white collar but not particularly secure, like, I get it. Like, on some level, I get it. Like, you could project a lot on someone who says, 
you know, I understand your experience. Kamala just doesn't have that. I mean, for one, like part of the reason I think those women did like Hillary is because she was such like public em- enemy number one, even as, you know, the, the governor's wife. You know, people wanted to rally around someone who was obviously targeted. Nobody's really targeted Kamala. You know, it's not even like she can she can like coast off of like underdog kind of appeal. Yeah, that's true. She just doesn't she make just, an she impression. Just slid in there without any like Hillary Clinton. You might say, oh, what did she do to get the Senate or the vice president or the presidential nomination? She was publicly humiliated in front of the entire world by her husband cheating on her. With a fucking intern, yeah. Harris. Yeah. What she was, she got appointed. I believe she was. Was she appointed uh, to the Senate in California? If not, uh, she no. She it, ran against a. What was the woman? The woman who did the dab. <laughs> yeah. No, but absolute, I mean, I mean, even in like the jungle primary, she ran against like some shitty California Democrat who like dabbed during their debate. Am I <laughs> oh, only I remember that. remembers this? I do remember that. Yes. Uh, by the way, I, I have some uh, interesting Hillary Clinton news that I just got from Josh Olson, if you're interested. I think I saw this, but uh, you, should, you should say it. Hillary and Chelsea Clinton developing female Kurdish militia drama for television. Yeah. Uh, and Bill Clinton helped <laughs> capture Aslan. Is there anything that family can't do? <laughs> They're adapting they sure they uh, the Daughters wet. of Kobani, a story of rebellion, courage, and justice, and network is not yet attached. I don't know anything about this book. It seems a little... I don't know. We should probably, we should probably take a look at the book uh, to see if it was written directly uh, by the CIA. Uh, like, I, I'm looking forward to that series to see the uh, stand, the Brace Belden stand-in character be displayed yeah. doing uh, toxic masculinity to all the female YPG fighters. Yeah, calling them all sweethearts. Yes. Mansplaining how to use a landmine. Do you think that like um, Hillary will ever make like a movie or a show that like there was a thinly veiled like version of us in it? I hope there is. Oh, I, yeah. We get like we all get hit. We all just get destroyed by a falling piano or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I I would I, would I like won't to see be it. mentioned. <laughs> I won't be mentioned. I'm too inconvenient. Yeah. Like even even in the thinly veiled like you know reference, like I will just not exist. There will my be, name cannot enter their mouth. Well, I think you'll be in because there'll be like there'll be a scene where it's like yeah we're sitting around a couch and we're like Hillary Clinton's gross. I would never fuck her. Zero out of ten. <laughs> and then like someone someone hits like a toilet flush sound effect and then just like a woman pops her head and is like. You guys, uh, yeah, guys, and then yeah. like give someone a beer, and we're like, "Shut up, bitch!" <laughs> yeah, I'm the Robin. Yeah, or, yeah, I'm the I'm the 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 girl in the early the early morning radio show whose job is to go. Oh, come on, you guys, <laughs> you guys, stop, stop, you guys. You're being bad. Which is, by the way, which is, by the way, apparently what a lot of our early fans thought I was too. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. Uh, we're we're. We're getting towards the end. Let's let's kind of speed around some of these. Uh, we kind of already talked uh, talked about this, but one of mine was uh, odds on uh, Joe finishes his first term in office, which is you know uh, whether or not he point, like, steps down. Eighty percent. Yeah, he's gonna. He's I gonna think live. so. I, I will go one step. I think further. so. And and we're we're right though. By the way, that they're we're very good at keeping people alive with with a lot of money. That doesn't mean they're competent, but like. It's definitely quantity of life rather than quality of life. They can keep him going technically alive. Like the little thing goes poop, 
Yeah. What Boop. What is it? There Boop are for like a hundred more years. There are there are conditions of living that we are prepared to accept. Yeah. The, from right. the Matrix. Right. I will go one step further and say I I would put my 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 hot bet on him running for a second term. It's the only thing that makes sense. I, I it, could the Democratic see that. Party completely fucking empty. Like it has nothing. It's going to take more than four years to like create some sort of identity. None of these like people who they were supposed to take the reins from Biden uh, from the old guard have have made any impression on people. And uh, there's like, oh, after having been in power for four years, either Biden or more likely uh, his Edith uh, Wilson, uh, Doctor Joe Biden will. They're not going to want to step down. They're going to drag his yeah. fucking wrinkled ass around. Like the grandpa, like Grandpa Sawyer from Chainsaw Massacre, and he's gonna absolutely get the nomination again. Oh my God! What if it's like Reagan all over again, and he's just got like pudding brain, but then Doctor Jill has like a psychic, yeah, or like she she has like a, she has like a coven of like millennial uh, Instagram witches, yeah, they do spirit <laughs> she like shit. defers yeah. to, yeah. Uh, here's one that I haven't seen anybody talk about, but uh, came to mind. Uh, Joe gets a nominee onto the Supreme Court. Um, uh, I'd say like ninety percent. Uh, so one of those fuckers uh, has uh, no. Yes, because Briar will probably old? retire. Yeah, Briar will. I mean, none of the Republicans will die because old people don't die anymore. Uh, uh, but I think that yeah, Briar is like up there. He's almost as old as RG, RBG was, and you know he's he doesn't have to hold on to his uh, special, wonderful uniqueness and uh, and wait for a. Jewish president. Yeah, because he's not doing he it for leave. you. He will leave with uh, knowing that he can get a, uh, a there will be a Democrat replacement. So yeah, it, I'd say like yeah, ninety percent because at least Breyer. Uh, and no, and no chance that uh, if that happens, say that happens after the uh, let's say Republicans take the Senate, that he's just denied a nomination completely. Well, I mean, presumably uh, Breyer will do it before the midterms. So it will happen in the next two years. If it doesn't, then, yeah, they very well might. I mean, yes, I, I can absolutely see them not letting Biden. If they get the Senate back, I can see them not letting him, no matter how long it takes, uh, not just saying no, nope, because what are you going to do about it? They're, they've shown, oh, yeah, if you have the Senate, there's nothing that they can do. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah if, there's any, if there's any opening after the Republicans take the Senate, he will not even get a hearing. Okay, but who would he, who would he nominate? A bar Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who say that. That's that you, you laugh, but there are de- libs who say that he should be on the Supreme Court because he's a fucking constitutional <sighs> scholar. He's going to taft it. No, it's going to be like Howard Schultz. It's going to be like the, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the Starbucks man. It's going to be the lib equivalent of the My Pillow guy. I am all for your blanket. Uh, I'm all for non-lawyers uh, being put on the Supreme Court. I think it's, that's po- it's legal. Do. Totally, yeah. totally. Just like barefoot. Yep. <laughs> Have a barefoot non-lawyer uh, Supreme Court justice. Oh, God, it's going to be Adam Newman. Uh, we've already basically <laughs> done uh, Dem, Dems keep the House, Dems keep the Senate. Very low chances. Yeah, no, they're fucked. Yeah. Uh, let's end then with a little more return to Trump and kind of look into his future. Because Matt and I were talking just before we started recording that it's kind of been amazing the uh, extent to which, at least in this first week, he has been like lobotomized uh, out of the, we or the public consciousness has been lobotomized about him. He's totally disappeared. He's gone. That's like, it's just, just this giant, it's like you can feel the, I can almost feel, and you can see people trying to like make sense of it. You can feel 
the the whooshing air of the vacuum created by this guy, this guy whose brain we are all living in for four years, and he just disappears. He's just gone. He's he, they cut they got him off of the fucking social media, and that was really all it took. It's just yeah. now he's gone, and now it's like, yeah. oh, what do we talk about now? A uh, 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 birdie uh, uh, beam. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got uh, gloves. It's it's racist to do the gloves. I. Just people are short circuiting because they have nothing to like <laughs> yeah. be the North Star. We have no input. There's, we have no input. Yeah, and it's like yeah. he has to have he, he has to have consented to that in some degree, right? Because if he wanted to, I don't know. I don't know. It's so weird. He's gone. He's gone. The maybe the someone told him to, to come back. You have to go away. I guess like but yeah. Does, normally he would never listen to that's that. That's just the thing is that he doesn't have the self control to really like let yeah. let it build. But at the same time, if he tried to let it build, maybe we truly are so like deadened by uh, the the hummingbird news cycle, and we've been so fried by uh, by turnover that if Trump like is off of people's radar for a couple months, even the people who would die for him are sort of like oh, oh Trump that guy. So that was going to be my yeah, my, but their but their energy is going to do something. It's going to go somewhere, but I just like it's if, not like, it's not just like you like kill the cult leader and everyone in the cult goes back to being normal. Oh no, they don't go to be like, normal, but they might be it's like going to be a whole they might be problem. on to somebody else by that point. They yeah. could be like, yeah, I'm on the my pillow guy now. Fuck, like, uh, yeah. I, uh, it's it's time to look forward. I have no, I don't know. It's it's He's just the true it's very prophet. weird. And I honestly like it, if we're talking about what do we think future is for Trump, that's one where I feel very. I don't feel confident making any predictions because, like I've, I said, when he got nominated or he became president, that like all of our pop culture, all of our artistic expressions were all kind of pointing towards this being the end state, this being the end state of America's democratic experiment. Uh, but then nothing that pointed beyond it. And that's still true. So I don't fucking know. <laughs> Well, my, my odds question was going to be Trump runs again or forms something approaching something that could, in the most broad sense, say a functional third party. Like he's been saying, like the, the Patriots party, even if it's just an like a another one of his pyramid schemes to funny muddle to him that like supports guys running against, I don't know, Liz Cheney or something. And he like keeps all the cash because, yeah, he could do that and make a ton of money. Uh, I could see doing an MLM, but like one thing I think he does not want to actually be president again. No, I agree with uh, that. Yeah, I agree with that. He hates totally. having lost, but he's not a bum to not be doing it anymore. He is probably yeah. bummed that people aren't talking about him anymore, though. Yeah, and he's gonna have to do yeah, something yeah. about that. He yeah. should start a, a vlog. He should become a YouTuber. He kind of he should become a YouTuber. Honestly, he used to vlog. It, it, honestly, I'm kind of surprised because Don Jr. is all in that fucking digital politics space that they should just like put a camera on him and have him just do YouTube shows. And you don't have to go through the, the trouble of, of borrowing somebody else's money to put together a fucking fake uh, television network or anything. Just you get to be on and people would cover it and people would watch it. He should be or he should yeah. Twitch stream. You yes. need to yeah. get him playing uh, Rust or one of these games. <laughs> I don't know what the games are. I, I, no, Rust. Right. Rust is very popular. Rust is. Um, Rust is fun. Like you, uh, you play as like a bald woman with her pussy out and get hit with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a medieval village. Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand it. I like uh, my friends play it, and uh, I so I, I got it, and it's like they got really, really into it. Like, I mostly play CSGO and Warzone. Like, I have pretty normie taste at this point. But I was like, eh, it's good to get a change of pace every now and then. 
So I downloaded it, and I was instantly a bald woman <laughs> who was totally naked and got killed with rocks, like, several times before I found my friend's base. And I was like, I weirdly like, I was like, this is cool. I think that like, I like this. that game. I think he'd have a lot of fun being the bald, messy yeah. lady getting hit with rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's, sometimes that's what you gotta be. I think he'd want to be the be. rock thrower. Yeah. F- but, I mean, I, are there any baby games? Because I want a new baby game. Oh, yeah, no, um... There are there are a ton of baby games. I mean, baby games kind of like the norm now because b- babies, babies all have jobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buy games now. Um, this might make people mad, but I think like I'm not saying this is a bad game. I haven't played it, uh, but <laughs> the colors and like silliness of it, uh, Fall Guys. Oh yeah, seems well, to be sort of a baby game. You gotta yeah. walk. That's the whole point, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, from what I've seen, it has like seemingly like Katamari Damacy vibes, but yeah. like group. Felix, while you know we have, I have uh, you here and we're doing like kind of a rambling episode, can I tie up a loose end that really disappeared? Do we ever find yeah. out what happened to Dr. Disrespect on that stream? No. 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 Yeah, no. I like, from the way that people talked about it, I was like, oh, he did some like Me Too shit, huh? And then it's like, I just haven't heard anything. That was a very yeah. weird thing. The the stream that everybody was passing around where he like his his he gets a note and his uh attitude very suddenly changes and he starts talking about like the fate of, of men and shit like that. Yeah. It's it's very weird. I was just yeah, wondering it's if there's a, any news on that. I, it's like it's so weird we haven't found out because it's like you find out everything now. Yeah, everything exactly. leaks. I don't know. I know a guy who uh you know, he would know and he hasn't told me, so who, know, who knows? Uh, I mean, I don't know. The gaming world abounds with mystery. Yeah, Maybe it's, it's better that way, that it, it's just one of those things where we never find out. Because you're right, well, we do get resolution on almost everything, so sometimes yeah. you know, mysteries are good. Mm. We live in an age with too much resolution, mm-hmm. one would argue. Dr. Disrespect is our D.B. Cooper. Yes, yeah. and we need yeah. those things. Well, it is nice to not know something. Not know something that you know, isn't like the JFK assassination. I do miss, this is something I miss growing up is like pop culture things that were just a mystery. Yeah. Or just more broadly, like mystery and not having to enjoy something technically. Like I remember like there was some video that uh, came out that was like a a ballerina's pirouette is even more impressive when you know the science behind it. I'm like, no, it's not. It's beautiful. It's impressive. What's impressive is that it looks like magic and you don't know how she's doing it. Like I, I want yeah. to enjoy a little bit of mystery and magic in my life. I don't want to. I don't want an anatomical understanding of every aspect of beauty. I do. Yeah, I do. Kind of like not like stuff like that when they're like, "Here's the physics behind how you know, like a cat licks its own pussy," and it's like, <laughs> like I, just, I want to think that's magic. They can do. Can I just rock out to that cat? Yeah. Can I just be like, "Congrats, cat"? I, the one thing I did like is learning how like a dog drinks water. Because uh, that is something that used to make me nervous because it was like, that seems like a really bad way to drink. And I, I, I was like afraid that they yeah. weren't getting enough water. They but, weren't getting enough water, yeah. Yeah, but now I'm like way more calm about it. That's a reassurance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, with that. This was a cool episode. It's really good when Will isn't here and we can talk about uh, the smart things. Yeah. 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 You can do, yeah. <laughs> it really is like, it's like your parents are gone and you're just in the cupboard just 
putting everything together and eating and, it, and seeing what it tastes like. Yeah, and f- four people came to your house and <laughs> yeah. just started talking about whatever. Yeah, we've had it all marshmallows from Lucky Charms diet for the last 48 hours, and Will's going to come back completely confused. It's cool when when kids just like eat an entire thing of like marshmallow, an entire jar of marshmallow fluff for dinner. Yeah, that's that's, it's an experiment you have to go through to understand that that will make you feel bad in your tum tum. Yeah, Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I like I think like a teacher or some shit at school had that and I like made my mom get it. And I had like one spoonful and was like, all right, I'm done now. This is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to cross the line to figure out where it should be. It was low class. It's a low class food. (laughs) Uh, oh, by the way, uh, my only prediction that I had going into oh, yes. this was that we're going to see QAnon on the runway. <laughs> on the uh, like, a, the, it's going to become like a fashion thing. One hundred percent. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's going to be the new derelict. It's going to be, and it's going to be like a uh, Kendall Jenner, and especially as like it kind of like disperses and becomes harder to define, and you know, there'll be more versions of it that are just sort of like like whack jobs without any real coherent anything. Uh, like there's going to be like a, there's going to be like a, a giant sweater on like a seven foot tall, 14 year old Bulgarian woman that weighs 14 pounds. Uh, and it's going to have like a big Q on it or something like that. There's going to be some kind of derelict treatment towards Q. It's, it's going to be on the runway. I could see that. I, I, um, here's my prediction. I think there's going to be an absolutely fucking terrible either streaming service or premium cable show that's about anti-extremism researchers. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, yes. It's going oh, to have Chip Burlett. Oh, and, Jesus. And that's it's, a there's going to be something on sh- like Chip Burlett and all the self-appointed Nazi hunters. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. There was that uh, Patricia Arquette CSI spinoff, CSI cyber. <laughs> It'll be that like the blue room with no windows. Yeah, and, uh, and somebody's just clicking away. It's like I, I've got uh, I've got uh, Adolf uh, Reichman sixty nine on here. I, I'm, I've got him stringing. Oh my god, he's posting his address. And it's like, Brrr. yes, that was yeah, the show. yeah. Oh my god. And I'm I'm gonna yeah. be on it. Yeah, they're gonna hire Talia Levin as a uh, as a consultant. Uh, um, what what else do I think is gonna happen culturally? Um, I don't know. I th- I think like. I think they're gonna like bring back Chappelle's show for one season. What if it's really good? He just got COVID, I believe. He did. Yeah, yeah, he but he's COVID so swollen and healthy right now. Getting COVID with my buddy he's... Joe Rogan. Yeah, vaping, <laughs> vaping COVID in the in the garage with Rogan. <laughs> he's oh, so uh, swollen and healthy right now. It was like a, I, I don't know, man. He might be the ideal person to get COVID. Like Dave Chappelle's almost creepy swole now. Yeah. Oh, well, last last one I have. Uh. Tesla slash Elon Musk associated uh, bubble collapse and suicide. That, oh, there man. we go. Mm. Inshallah. Uh, it would, now, yeah. would Musk's suicide be in a spectacular fashion or in a quiet, shame, shameful one? Would he, like, strap himself to one of his rockets or something like that? Um, he is epic. Hard, uh, hard to say. I mean, no one's beating Aubrey McClendon, the king. Yes. The good old neon That's, fucking Maserati into the wall. 
That's yeah. so awesome to kill yourself that way. I fucking love that. No, he couldn't I kill think himself. E- I think Elon like- will probably it'll it'll occur at the end of like an extended program of like Howard Hughesishness, and he'll just end up having his all Mormon guard execute him or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he could crash the Tesla because that would be proving the haters right, which is right. the one thing he can't do. Well, like mm-hmm. my Tesla, like it just spells out Enron to me. <laughs> I mean, it's not literally they're not like fucked up for the same reasons, but I just look at that thing and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. No, it's totally fraudulent. Something's hinky. Yeah, it's very it's also very like we we worky where it's like only very rich people that are like obsessed with and specialize in finance would look at that and be like, yeah, okay." And normal people who know nothing about it are actually better equipped to say, yeah, this doesn't sound feasible well yeah uh, well my prediction sort of overlaps and conflicts with felix's and that i believe that yes tesla will have a crisis uh uh elon will try to escape to mars in a homemade rocket that explodes upon uh uh takeoff but then uh, instead of just like being destroyed tesla will be acquired by gamestop (laughs) (laughs) all right and they and uh you know the Teslas themselves are relegated to uh, like basically like door giveaways for when you reserve your copy of like Mario Sonic Olympics 2028. Yeah, it does. Ra- by me. It does raise an interesting question. Would the government allow an Enron to happen again, though? Because I don't mean like as in allow a fraudulent business to pop up, but like would they allow? I don't feel like the government would allow a company that size to fail again. Yeah, no, because they know that as soon as it fails, there's too many other dominoes behind it. Like yeah. they learned in 2008. Right. So, yeah. yeah, they're going to be a lot more. Well, I mean, that's what the fucking uh, the CARE Act was. That was like a preemptive bailout, basically. Yeah. Uh, they'll just keep doing that as long as they can. Yeah. Which For is sure. why, like. No, I mean, like, uh, like this, is, this, is why, this is why neoliberalism isn't, uh, like, libertarian capitalism or it isn't like a like a like a fascist economic thing it's all about managing markets within the realm of things it's not it's not a planned economy but it's about like you know letting fires happen and then putting them out just quickly enough like it's uh it's there's there's just not really a free market if you go in and swoop in and save the capitalists every time they crash. Yeah, it takes the worst parts of central planning and the worst parts of improv and puts them together. <laughs> Especially, you mean the rape? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yeah, yes. we've done we've done <laughs> hour twenty. Uh, thank you all uh, for listening. Um, oh, always going to be so bad. What are you? That's how we did an episode without him. <laughs> oh man, uh, these are always a fun treat. Uh, but we'll be back on Thursday. Yeah. Will will be back and with some structure and uh, some other fun japes and stuff. Uh, so see you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.